Welcome guys. Welcome back to another episode of a public podcast episode 3 of Universal Thoughts. And we are here today at UCL. Okay, so what's the topic for today? What are we, asking, what are we debating with the people today, man? Today we are debating a very 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 controversial topic. Very controversial. We are asking the public if LGBTQ studies should remain part of the school curriculum. Now we're not going to give our opinions, you're going to see them during the debates But we ain't going to do a long introduction, let's just get straight into it man Let's go Let's kill it Today we are here with Pretty Pretty, that's Indian Yeah uh, Nice name Oh, oh, yo yeah. My people, let's go, repping UCL, come on Alright, cool, so we've got a question for you Alright Should LGBTQ studies remain part of the school curriculum? Um, At the early age children is what I'm talking about Yes, because I've worked with kids before and a lot of them are still kind of being, you know, experiment. Well, not experimenting with themselves, they just want to know who they are as people. And I think, you know, exposing that as an early age makes it more a normal thing. I think the earlier, the sooner. Not that you're imposing anything, but then at the same time, it's single, like, um, you know, he- uh, heterosexual stuff like that. That's been imposed on us all the time, so give it a go, you know. But that, doesn't it turn into programming when it's a bit too um, young? Because you know what. But what... are we not programmed by Disney? To say, you know, oh, Prince Charming, as a woman, your Prince Charming will come along, so you need to go find your man. Okay. Is that not programming? No, but that's existed for decades, would you agree? Yeah, for but also, prior to colonialism, um, you know, homo- homo- um, homoerotic relationships were a thing. Only since colonialism has that become a stigma. So, really, going back to our roots, is it really all that different? I don't think it is. What age would you say? Um, well, what should be taught in schools or parents should teach them or anything like that? Um, well, it's not so much you're teaching them about like sex and all that. It's just more like, you know, just the simple things like girls like, like girls, boys like boys. You can like anything. I think the sooner, I reckon like middle of primary school, the moment you start learning about sex education, I think it should be a thing. Because I've worked with kindergartners and a little boys want to dress up as little girls. Who am I to say, no, you can't dress up as a girl. You have to be a prince. Okay. They want to dress up as a girl, you dress up as a girl. Do you think it's okay to just affirm the fact that there could be any gender or gender fluid? Because maybe uh, I read some articles where there were ch- like children that were going through a phase. Yeah. There were uh, a tomboy, you know tomboy? Yeah, I, I've been through it. Through a phase I, like that, but that's like a phase. It's not like yeah. you completely change your gender and sort of affirm that sort of phase. Um... Because like, you could go through a phase where you know you dress as a boy, which is obviously yeah. okay. You know but why affirm that to? Why affirm that to physically and biologically? But, change your but no one's telling anyone to be like, to, you want to dress up as a girl? You've got to be a girl. No one's doing that. I think this has all become very stigmatized and kind of like you know, biased by the media. Right. I, no one in my life. I, I've been a tomboy. I like wearing yeah. boys' clothes. Yeah, that's okay. That's this is a boy's shirt. I like wearing yeah. men's stuff. But no one's coming up to me like. You need to be, be a, a man. You need to transform into a man. I don't want to do that. Yeah, no one's told me. That's in your personal perspective, but I've there's articles where they actually go to a sort of How are all these articles though? There's a there's an actual place where it's they change your gender, like an actual mm-hmm. sort of clinic. Right. In in London and there's one in the US. Yeah. There's so many and they get children as young as thirteen, bring them in, make them go through hormone replacement I mean, therapy. That I don't agree with because I feel like people should be able to make their own choices. I, I mean, you have to be of a certain age to be able to be conscious about exactly. your decisions. You know, your frontal lobe as a woman doesn't even like fully form until you're 25. 25. So Damn. I do think, yeah, 
be aware that you know LGBTQ plus exists. Right. You know, it's not just male and female. There are like other sort of genders and stuff going on. India had them before. We've got them in India as well. It's fine. But, but where, where's the line to gender identity? Because obviously you can identify as something, but then I saw a video of someone trying to identify as a trans wolf. Okay, there's, there's a lot. I don't believe in transgendering, well, trans speciesing, if, if, yeah. if we want to call it that. Okay. I do think there is a line there. But, you know, in the animal kingdom, as I've been studying, there is more than just male and female. Okay. And I think humans are not so far removed from that. At the end of the day, humans are an animal species. I feel like gender and stuff is all social constructs. Mm. And all of that actually runs far deeper on a biological level that we don't even know about yet. Wait, so, wait, do you believe in God? or? I don't believe in God, no. Okay, that makes sense then. Because I feel like if you were to... Someone who may believe in God, yeah. as you might see a lot of religious people, yeah, yeah. say that LGBTQ goes against God yeah. because... When God speaks in scriptures, it's more about man and woman. It's never saying man Eve. and man. Yeah. Adam and but Eve, also so. we have to remember these are, as again, scriptures that yeah. have been translated through many, many years right. and have now become fitted to political agendas to help kind of further political ideas and beliefs. I don't think we can look at scriptures now and say, this is what happened 3,000 years ago. None of us were alive. How yeah, can true. we go by that? We, we're only going by translations of translations of other translations. If we go back in time, then we can go see what mm. life was really like. But I think take everything with a pinch of salt. You do you, I do me. Let LGBTQ plus exist because they do exist, yeah. you know. And let you know straight people exist. That's fine as yeah, well. Yeah. I agree with the fact that they can do what they want. Yeah. But when it comes to children and trying to tell them that yeah. you can do this kind of stuff and that stuff. Yeah. But young children that impression. But it goes both ways, doesn't it? You know, like you're pressuring Even the, children. The one that you said. Yeah. It press, you pressure children into saying. Oh, like that boy fancies you. You go into a little girl, a boy goes up to him and picks on him. You say to that little girl, he's only picking on you because he fancies you. You're kind of like furthering that idea. Yeah, a girl is meant for a boy, a woman is meant for a man. Mm. Do we ever say to a little boy that's getting picked on by another boy, oh, like he only was picking on you because he fancies you? No, we don't. And I think it comes with semantics and our mm. thoughts on how a language is constructed. But so I don't think it is actually the same as saying, you need to be with a boy because you are a boy. You need to be a girl because you are a girl. It doesn't go like that. I think we just got to be wary of what language you use um, to make it more acceptable for people who are struggling to find their identities. I struggled with identity at one point in my life. Maybe not as far as like, I want to be a boy. Mm. I was into boy stuff when all the girls wanted the, yeah, the yeah, girls. Yeah, stuff, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Does that mean like I was like finding out if I want to be a boy or a girl? No. Mm -hmm. But it does mean that like, I was trying to figure out who I was as a person and what my sexual orientation is. I don't have to disclose that with anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, anyone can make assumptions. But I think it goes like that. But do you right. agree but we do agree that there's a line? At species, yes. Yeah, there's a line because it gets I don't mad. believe in, you know, oh I identify as a wolf, so I'm a wolf. Yeah. I don't believe in your kitten. Yeah, yeah. Or transgressing. I don't believe What's it. that? Where you think you're a baby. Oh that exists. I don't that existed. There's a, you know, this is a can of worms, there's a lot going on, but I do think, you know, as humans, we don't understand mm -hmm. ourselves as much as we like to think. Yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, identity, gender, uh, sexual, that goes a lot deeper than we could ever imagine. And scriptures have been transformed to fit now political beliefs to kind of like further control and everything. Yeah, but that's the kind of way I could be here for like hours, guys. Yeah, I am here with, your name? Uh, Mike. Mike. So I got a question for you. And the question is, should LGBTQ studies remain part of the school curriculum? So we're talking 
the transition between primary and secondary school and early secondary school? Um, yeah, so I think it should, um, but I think there's potential issues uh, with regard to um, the confusing aspects of it. So I think as a society, we're not really sure yet about what we think on these issues. And as such, I think it's um, potentially confusing to present them to children at a young age um, without us ourselves actually understanding it. Uh, but I think, um, I don't think it should be fully taken out of the curriculum. Uh, where, where do you draw the line? Sort of, uh, uh, if you're saying it's confusing for children, mm -hmm. how much can we teach them about the whole community? Yeah, so I, I think we should teach them that there is a community there and that it's not uh, a neg necessarily a negative thing. Because um, I think um, you know, a lot of kids might get that impression, um, maybe from uh, upbringing or just um, kind of, <laughs> there is still a lot of stigma around it. Um, yeah, so I think we should bring uh, positive attitudes to, um, towards that community. Um, and yeah, I think we should just explain the different ideas which are being presented in that community. But the things which are potentially more confusing, so uh, maybe you know trans politics and stuff like that, um, I think could be um, ne potentially held back until a bit of a later age, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So do you think there's a line where okay, there's gender identity you can identify as this, but when people identify maybe as trans wolf. Trans. trans wolf, like they identify as a species, trans, okay, yeah. trans like kitten mm -hmm. or something. Do you think that's a bit going too far to teach kids that? Because mm. kids have a wild imagination. They they might pretend they're a dinosaur when you're young, but they might take that so far to an extreme that they actually identify their gender as a dinosaur. So, yeah. so I think I think gender identity is an interesting concept because um, I think it, it it interfaces between kind of what we consider subjective and objective because. Identity is presumably an, a subjective thing, you know, I identify as this, that's kind of, that's something you sort of own and you can say what you identify as. However, um, when, we, when, we, when we express our identity, it's often in an, an objective way. So it's kind of expecting other people to also see us in that way. Yeah. Um, and I think that's potentially more problematic because just because you see yourself in this way doesn't necessarily mean other people will. Yes. Um, so, whether that mean whether that means they should is kind of a different question, more of a question of kind of like etiquette and like decency. Um, but in terms of like whether it's possible for someone to identify as like a wolf or like a cat, I think that they can, but um, maybe in just a very subjective way. I don't think it's necessarily objectively true that they are a cat. Yeah. Um, it's it's more of a kind of expression of how they feel themselves. I think, I think it's okay to express how how you feel at a later stage when you're more grown up because when you're young you're more impressionable right, yeah. you have an active imagination just like he mentioned um, but I think just like you said if other if you express yourself as a wolf you can't force other people to sort of give that energy back to you mm -hmm. because that's imposing freedom of speech if I say you have to call me a wolf then you're sort of uh, controlling the other person's mm -hmm. speech not only one person but a large group of people the rest of humanity per se so I think that's where you draw the line and kids as well I think they're too impressionable to teach I think maybe when you're would you agree it should be taught later so sort of when you're maybe 17, 18, maybe 16 those um, later stages yeah I mean I think it does depend on the particular kid um, so but I think yeah, I mean, maybe not at a super young age, because, I mean, other topics like, um, I don't know, religious topics right. may not be taught at that age as well. Um, yeah. And I, I think 
I think um, if you do teach at a very young age, you may actually miss a lot of the important nuances which you want kids or um, young adults to understand. So, like, if you kind of force it on them too young, they might they might just take away take away the wrong sort of message um, and have just kind of like a blanket idea of what what mm. these concepts are. Whereas if you teach it when they're a bit older, they can actually understand the nuances a bit more. And 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 you know, if you if you if you're trying to present to them like a, a positive thing. Um, you can present that to them in its fullest form instead of just kind of like a, 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 a kind of like a simplified yeah. statement. So yeah, on the whole, I would say it would be yeah maybe better to teach her a bit of an older age. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely I'm not strongly against it being taught to kids as a whole. We are here with uh, Lubomir. And your name is? Oh, Sonny. So the question to you is, should LGBTQ studies remain in the school curriculum, especially to young children? Uh, I believe so, yes. It should remain as part of the curriculum. Can you like, expand on that? Uh, I feel like introducing it very early makes people more sensitive and uh, knowledgeable about the issue. Okay. It's less of a foreign concept to them. It's despite the fact that it may not affect them personally, they might be more likely to empathize with other people going through difficult situations. Okay. So that's why I think it's uh, an appropriate choice to have. We'll count with that, but also Um So what I think is that LGBTQ studies in school aren't necessary really, because I feel like if if a person, for example, a child, like feels like they have like attraction to the same gender, for example, they would know just by feeling it. So they don't need any studies about it. You know, it just help people feel. I feel like with the LGBTQ, just feel it. You don't need to like study it. That's yeah. how I feel about about it. I agree with that. Um, I agree with your point. Uh, may, but I disagree with the fact that a child is able to have a sexual attraction at such a young age. Uh, I mean, what age are we talking exactly? So you said about, about 13 years old. Yeah, I think 12, you can 13. have sexual attraction at 13, 14 years old. What about younger? So they're introducing it in primary school as well. So that's like 11 years, 10 years. Is it really necessary for a child to be taught what sexual... That so when you, that's when my you point. I don't think it's necessary there it's not to, yet, be, exactly. yeah. to be taught about it. Yeah. They should just feel it, you know. I know. Yeah, they should be more aware of it. The fact that it's, that's an option that exists. Also, I think nowadays there's the internet, obviously. Everyone's <laughs> know the internet. There's loads of stuff on the internet about LGBTQ. I don't think it's completely necessary to have it in school because you have like all the internet resources. Because yeah. it could be better for if they're taught, you know, the more important stuff. That yeah, I feel like like gender orientation, sexual attraction and stuff is important but I feel like it's something that you don't just learn in school basically. Yeah, something as you said you feel. You feel it, you experience it everywhere, it doesn't need to be taught in school I think. Okay. Do you think there's a line to gender identities such as obviously you've got trans which is fine but then you've got people identifying as trans wolf, a trans kitten, do you think there's a line to it? Like isn't that, do you think that's gone a bit too left? Uh, personally, if it doesn't affect the individual in question, I, I don't think it should matter that much. So like, because there's some people that, okay, so let's say someone comes up to me, says, let's see, let's say he comes up to me, says he's trans wolf. A lot of people, part of that community will impose that view to you saying that if you do not call them by those pronouns of wolf, then you've misgendered them. But I don't see him as a wolf. Do you get what I'm trying to say? On a personal level, it does, if doesn't really inconvenience me to do that. So. Okay. I think it's very uh, acceptable if it's if it doesn't really affect you in a major way to 
sorry but what the problem comes if it makes them comfortable then it's fine of course but the, the problem issue comes when it's sort of your children learning about this at a young age yeah, it's like it doesn't it become part of like a programming because when you're young what you're taught is essentially programmed into you yeah, exactly. when you're older when you're 16 or 15 you can start making a little bit of your own choices but when you're young you're taught something and it's in, kind of it basically is imposed to you you're sort of a blank slate yeah so do you have any opinions on that um i guess when you're younger it's not really the degree in which it's taught to you you could sort of be introduced to the concept and as you get older you're you're open to the idea yeah, so maybe if you're just aware yeah, of yeah. it but not not sort of uh, affirmed that yes yeah. if you feel like a little if you if you're a girl and you have a, a bit of a tomboy so you feel yeah. like a boy is it okay if we just completely biologically change your gender because you're sort of uh, young you're impressionable you're going through a phase, you're going through a phase. well that's that depends on the individual i i personally can't impose yeah Anything you want to guys add? Not really, I agree with Sonia, just like a personal kind of thing. Mm. But I guess, as I said, young children maybe don't necessarily like teach that in school. They just can find out on their own, especially with the trans wolf stuff, you know. I guess that's all the things you have on the internet, you don't really need it in school. Today I'm here with... Matt. Matt. Nice, cool. We've got a question for you. And the question is, do you think LGBTQ studies should remain in the school curriculum? so I'm talking the transition between uh, year six and year seven. Be honest, for freedom of speech, everything. I feel like it should be optional. I feel like it's down to the parents. I feel should like be optional. Yeah. Like, should it, do you think that like when they've put it in the curriculum at such a young age, it's kind of program, programming, programming them to kind of go towards that way because that's what they're taught at a young age? I mean, I got taught it when I was in like year 10, year 11. Um, but like, I don't know, I really feel like it depends on the person, depends on the parents, I can't know, because like, uh, my parents were just like, they didn't really see much of an issue with it, some other parents do, it just really depends on the, like... So you think it should just be optional? Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like it should be forced, because some people just feel like it's not necessary, there should be other things that should be learned about, so yeah, I don't know. There's a camera on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I agree with that. Um, it should be optional and the parents should decide uh, if they should be taught that. Yeah, but then again, you're also signing up for like an education system of the UK. You kind of have to go with the curriculum. You can't really dictate it. If you want to dictate, you kind of have to... Camera! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Okay. Do you think it's, it's... You're just a bit iffy on it? Yeah, it I mean... Like like a strong opinion that nah, I'm not, it should be later? Nah, I mean, it's really, yeah. So let's say... I feel like it's an important... I wouldn't say like crucial. I don't feel like it should be compulsory. But excuse like, me. Be careful. Be careful. So we are here with. Uh, Salvesh. Your name. Salvesh. Abinav. Varun. Alright, cool. So well, ask the question. Go on. Should LGBTQ studies remain part of the school curriculum at a young age? So we're talking year six, year seven, etc. Just want you guys' opinion on it. Honest opinion. Uh, I think it should be. Because like there there are kids nowadays that have like two dads or two moms and if you and at the, at that age they'll still be aware of that sort of uh, LGBTQ and I think that's what they need to everyone if everyone learns it there'll be less hate and less uh, more understanding basically towards that. Yeah, I agree. I think year six, year seven, that's the right age. You know, you can normalize it at that age, uh, and just as you teach, you know, straight people uh, heterosexual you know, teachings, you, you, it's best to educate everyone on everything because you never know who it'll apply to. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, they both make good points, but I'm gonna say no, probably. Um, mainly because um, when it comes to this kind of stuff, like, I don't want like kids to be forced into this kind of nature. Um, so just kind of having them discover on their own and kind of figuring figuring out their kind of way of life, it's probably, in my opinion, the best way to do it. Um, I mean, yeah, of course, if they have like two dads or two moms, um, then they have they're, they're already taught from a young age kind yeah. of um, about this whole thing so yeah in my opinion you shouldn't be really forced into school curriculum because I feel like when you're putting yeah. into the educational system it kind of becomes imposed part of the program yeah that. you yeah. have to like so uh, what do you think about gender identity uh, is there um, a line so is there a line I mean in my opinion yeah um, what's the line the line is uh, I mean it gets. I mean, I can see where people can come from in terms of like, oh, they want to identify as this, but like, it gets a bit stupid when people say like, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a helicopter or like, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like, like, like trans wolf, trans yeah, you kitten, can't just, you can't just make up like a random thing. There has to be kind of like some sort of um, logical theory behind it. So yeah. So we, the main line is when you've got young impressionable kids. We're talking year six, year seven, and you were teaching them about sexuality. I mean, you can. Do they care about it? Like, do you re should you really care? At year six, year seven, you should be caring about your studies, having fun. But should se sexuality come at that young age? Does it really matter at that young age? I think they should be exposed to it. Maybe I mean, that the, 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 the group exists, the community yeah. exists. But the, I think exactly. the line is when uh, you're telling them, okay, if, you, if a girl feels a bit, a bit like a boy, okay, let's stop it right there. You're a man. Let's biologically change your gender. And you're talking about 12 and 13 year olds. Yeah. They kind of make them swift towards that. Uh, you feel like a little bit of a man. You're probably gonna identify as a man. Just go trans or something. Like. So the parents affirm that they make you believe it, but it could just be a little phase that the child is having. I mean, there's children with active imaginations. So I think would they should you always just have the freedom to choose. Like it shouldn't like okay. they should. Someone shouldn't be guiding them or telling them how they should be feeling. Okay. Yeah. They should always have freedom to choose. Yeah. So do you, sorry before on that. Do you think there's a line though? Like you said, like we said. I, I, I do so, sort of agree with him in that respect because sometimes people would take it to like extreme levels where right, yeah. it doesn't need to be there but then again like if you self-identify I think that's just how you should so people should recognize you as that if someone came to you and said they're a trans wolf and their pronouns are wolf you're gonna call them a wolf I'm, I'm not gonna call them wolf I respect that's their decision but okay. it's also my choice whether or not to like yes because it's your speech yeah yeah, no, I think on the point of, uh, you know, trans education, I think at the point of school, uh, I think just teach them everything, you know, because if there's anywhere to draw a line, it's probably in, in the NHS, in these uh, correctional clinics, obviously there you have to have a, age and maturity requirements, but let, 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 let school educate them, you know, that's not going to automatically have people attend surgery, I'm sure. We are here with, your name? Justin. Justin. We've got one question for you that we're asking students. Should... LGBTQ studies remain part of the school curriculum at a young age. So we're talking 12 year olds, 13 year olds, year no, six. Not, year no, it's not that it's Between 10 and 11. 10 and 11. Year six and year seven. Year six and year seven. Okay. Um, so I'm actually a Christian. Uh -huh. So in our culture, we we don't really like that being part of curriculum in student young age student. Okay. But I respect those who are maybe were not Asian or not not Christian. Okay. So I respect that. So uh, would you say that if you believe in Christianity, you sh those students shouldn't be taught 
in uh, that age? I was, or is it okay for the teacher to teach people who are firmly believe? I would say um, the teacher should teach students to respect, to respect that as a one of culture. So, okay. but also like uh, it is also okay for LGBTs to be part of Christian. Okay. But maybe they will find like maybe they make a different choice after they have received gospel. Okay. So that's totally on on your own actually. Does it go against the belief of Christianity, the community well, itself? Um, actually, it depends. Really depends how you think. Okay. Like because really in that in the really really how to say really really late. No. Like few few thousand years ago, when we when people start to write Bible, they really don't think like this will happen. Okay. So actually, for example, uh, take. Bro, there's a camera right there, man. They will like we will <laughs> we will always say that uh, taking drugs is not good, right? But okay, it is not written in Bible, so it's rules like that. So oh, it really okay. depends on what you really think, what God teach you how to do that. Okay. I got one just the final one. Do you think um do you think it should be delayed for a later stage because young impressionable children wouldn't fully grasp what uh, everything is because why should sexuality be taught at such a young age? Why can't it be taught when they're sixteen, eighteen? Do you think the age should be later or do, would you still believe that at an early age it's okay? I think early age is okay. Yeah, because it's like um, sex, sex education. If it were told in a real later age, well, it has some negative consequences. Okay. For example, uh, this is what things are doing in Asian country. Okay. Because in Asian country, we are not that open-minded oh, to this kind of question. So, a lot of people, like um, especially girls, because the parents stop like tend to not tell them this when okay. they're real, until they get married. I see. So I say, um, so they might have some like, well, unprotected well, sexual right incorporation of Sorry. sexual intercourses, for example, with a condom okay. that will cause a spur of disease and okay. pregnancy. Oh, oh, I see, for protection purposes. Yeah, exactly. I see. That's true. Anything like that? Yo guys and that is the end of our public podcast So we found out, we had a, we actually had a very interesting answer at the end which was If you can change, what was it? So there was this one guy who told us, he didn't want to be on camera because he didn't want to be But he said that can you change your male and female gametes? Can you biologically change your genetic code? If you're male, you're assigned male If you can't change it, if you can change your DNA then yeah, you could yeah, change yeah. it but because no but then he said if you're born with a race can you change that race exactly that was fine if you're answer. born a male can you change it unless you scientifically do it it goes against God exactly. okay God goes against everything which I don't know if it's possible or not maybe in the future never know but alright cool so that's the end of the video make sure you guys like subscribe share we'll be here next Wednesday 5pm for another episode peace